0: the people in life are countless. So we pray you heed our request. Enjoy this tale of sidekicks and sidequests. Side sidequests and Sidequests and sidequests. Side 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 Episode 10. Elvie and the Enigma Violin. Welcome to Sidekicks and Sidequests, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast that helps to put humans back into humanity and breathe life into your campaign NPCs with backstory and bravado. That's right, we're building a world, one character at a time. I am your host, Kurt Krenwelge, the Bardic Paladin, and I'll be joining Anson Jablinski at his table in the levitating platter. (laughs) Right. Well, my friend, it has been a while since we last spoke, uh, but would you like to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? And
1: Yeah, sure. So the last time we talked on a podcast was we did an audio test recording <laughs> for Psychics and PsychQuest, but the actual formal recording was blank tape. Uh, but anyways, um, I am Anson Jaboski, I am a software development team lead specializing in iOS uh, here in Houston, Texas. Awesome yeah
0: all right this next question do you currently or have you ever played dungeons and
1: dragons you could answer this for me because yes i have played dungeons and dragons twice and both times were with you <laughs> um oh nice first was when i went to visit you in college just for fun i think it was over spring break or something and yeah. the second time was at your bachelor party and those are the only times i have ever played D.
0: awesome uh, some of our veteran listeners from our old podcast might know they can go to a particular episode to uh, yes. uh, hear us jaw on about it but did you have uh fun with those two times that you got to play
1: yeah i really enjoyed it like a lot of people i think it's one of those people will say you know oh i had no idea what it was about or i thought it was strange but once you try it it's a lot of fun to uh be creative and hang out with your friends and stuff so yeah i did enjoy it um I don't know enough people here in Houston who would be into it. I don't think, and I don't necessarily. I don't know. It's, it would it would be a lot to like add an additional hobby, you know. Um, but I think it's right. Whenever we hang out, if there's ever a game going on, I'm always down to join in for sure.
0: All right, well, sounds good. Let's see, do you have a favorite NPC from either the two D&D games we've played, or I know you you definitely are a computer and a video game player. Do you have a favorite NPC, and why are they your favorite?
1: Yeah, I had to think about this one for a while. I do play video games when I have time and stuff, and I enjoyed that a lot. I especially settled on thinking about the games that I've been playing recently and really enjoyed. The NPC that I'm going to name is my current favorite is captain toad from super mario odyssey mm. he is also in super mario 3d world which is where i first heard of him but he is not an npc in that game because there are some levels where you get to control him as a character so oh, okay but in super mario odyssey you are mario the whole time and so captain toad is just this little explorer toad guy and um, he's a favorite of mine because i think it's pretty funny how he ends up in these extremely inaccessible parts of levels so he's like at the very bottom or the very top or some random hidden place, but he's got his little camping <laughs> tent. He's all set up and he's just camping out. And I'm like, well, I don't know how he got here, but good luck. <laughs> and so, uh, oh man, he's always happy to see you and give you a power moon. Um, so I just think that was funny. Aw, yeah,
0: that's nice. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. He sounds like he's a bit of an archaeologist or an explorer himself, a dungeon delver. Yeah,
1: he's got the backpack and the little headlamp and everything. So. He has a game of his own, too, called Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, where it's just like a puzzle game. You kind of like a puzzle platformer.
0: Interesting. And so now to go on the flip side of the coin. uh, Do you have a favorite side quest from any D&D RPG or video or computer game? And why is that your favorite side quest?
1: Yeah, so for this one, I'm going back in time. To the early 2000s, there's a Game Boy game series called Golden Sun. The first one is just called Golden Sun for Game Boy Advance. came out in 2001. And the story here is, or the side quest here is, uh, there's this wealthy merchant whose name is Hammett, H-A-M-M-E-T. He fled north from his town during an eruption of a mountain, like a volcano eruption. Mm-hmm. He got too close to a city where a bunch of thieves are known to hang out, called Lumpa is the city. And he was kidnapped by this thief called Dodanpa. And his adopted son, Ivan, is not captured, and he becomes a member of your party eventually. Mm -hmm. And so you could finish the entire game just with Ivan and not doing anything with Hammond otherwise. But I realized the next time I played through the game that if you get about two-thirds of the way through the game, and you go backwards a little bit, you can sneak into the fortress where he's being held and actually rescue him. And I thought this was cool because I had no idea about it the first time I played the game. Um, and then my second playthrough, I was like, oh, I forgot about that guy. So <laughs> one of the moves you get um, in that game is called Cloak. And you can use it to, you know, the move description says, you know, use this to hide in the shadows or whatever. And it's one of those things where I can never figure out how to use it or what we're supposed to do. Because if you just use it when you're out in the sun, it like does nothing, you know. But mm-hmm. it took me a long time to figure it out. What you can do is go like, go stand in the shadows behind some guards and then turn it on and you can sneak past them to get into the fortress. And so when I finally figured out how to do that, that was really exciting. And I was like, oh, this is a cool little side quest that I never knew about until my second playthrough.
0: That's awesome. And considering, yes, you and I both cut our teeth in an age of video games and computer games where we didn't have the Internet, we didn't have uh, the player's guide uh, that we bought at the game store to help us figure out all these side quests. So we just organically, while we're playing the games, had to figure out, oh, you mean I can use this... What's this one situational thing I'm ever going to Oh, I can go sneak into the castle and go rescue my uh, party member's dad. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's pretty cool. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I think that was in the Nintendo Power days. I was subscribed to Nintendo Power still. <laughs> so maybe I heard a mention of it in there.
0: There you go. To finish out the first half of the show, what are you passionate about and why?
1: I would say three things. Um, I'm passionate about my work. The applications that I make are used by pilots for weather and safety and flight planning and everything like that and so i think it's you know mission critical and the little decisions we make to improve the application go a long way and so i think it's just like a it's valuable to me to be useful i guess and to be these doing these things that are really impactful of many customers around the world um so I'm passionate about that. Mm-hmm. Of course, music, which is a, a shared passion of ours. I know um, we both were are were musicians, <laughs> so that's very important to us. Mm-hmm. And then a third category, I just lumped everything together. I said reading slash stories slash movies uh, because I love storytelling and reading and being in a different world and stuff, which, of course, ties into D&D. So, yeah, those are the things that I would say I'm passionate about.
0: Awesome. Well, I feel like we've learned uh, quite a bit about our guest. So now I think we're ready to dive into the NPC creation. all right so mr anson how are we proceeding with this section today are we randomly generating someone or have you brought us an npc that you'd like to share
1: i have brought a npc in development uh based on somebody that i know somebody we both know actually
0: oh interesting ooh interesting okay so we'll figure out who this is maybe hopefully by the (laughs) end of it so uh what is the character's name
1: uh, she told me to pick a more interesting name than her actual name, <laughs> but her actual name is Elvia Jabunski. I'm basing this off of my wife. So awesome. yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. I joked I should call her Queen B or something, but she didn't like that one either. Mm. So I will think about it. Maybe just... Elvia...
0: You want to circle back to it? Yeah, if
1: we don't come up with anything, Elvia would be fine. A fine name.
0: Well, if you want, uh, just to make sure that I have this pulled up, I do happen to have a random table, so if you would like to randomly generate a name, uh, I do have 20 names.
1: All right, cool. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Okay, so what is the ancestry then for this to-be-named character? Human. Keeping it simple. What is this fair lady's job?
1: I said civilian slash teacher, but she adventures as needed. So not a full-time adventurer, but she can if she needs to. But most of the time, she is a a civilian, I would say.
0: Okay, so she's just a normal town folk. Uh, She teaches children, but in the past, she's been known to adventure on occasion. Uh Okay. All right. Well, how old is this uh, teacher adventurer then?
1: 30s. Years. Yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) 30 years old. Okay. Uh, how would you describe this teacher adventurer?
1: Uh, medium height, medium short height, uh, long dark hair, glasses, and eyes that sparkle. Ah. <laughs>
0: okay. What three adjectives describe this woman?
1: I would say determined, patient, and caring.
0: Okay. All right. What is a valuable item, piece of lore, or secret that this character possesses? Or if not, is there like a ideal or concept that they follow?
1: Yeah, I made something up. Uh, we can adjust this if needed, but I said that she has an item called the Enigma Violin. And Ooh, listening to her... This sounds... Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was just saying the Enigma Violin. That sounds okay. awesome. Tell me more.
1: Listening to this violin when she plays it will give you a temporary intelligence and wisdom boost.
0: Oh, Wow for like, for how long? Uh
1: do you think? what would you say as a as a DM?
0: So kind of like a bardic thing. So if you treated it more like bardic inspiration, bardic inspiration only lasts for 10 minutes. Okay. But there are some things I I think there's a feat for like inspirational where like if you deliver a rousing speech then like for an hour or something like that, maybe your allies get temporary hit points mm-hmm. or something. So I'd say probably you know 10 minutes is is i think would be fair so like every time she plays it the enigma violin like everyone gets more intelligent and more wisdom for the next 10 minutes then. yeah that sounds perfect yeah cool So then it's a magical violin then. Mm -hmm. I'd be interested to know the history of that violin, where it came from. So probably because she used to be an adventurer, so she found the violin in her explorations then. Right. So I'm guessing she probably plays that violin a lot in class just to help boost the wisdom and intelligence (laughs) of her students Uh then. All right. So then what is a particular quest that she would be willing to recruit or hire player characters to go and do?
1: I was thinking... If you wanted a sample quest, like either we could do like a like a prequel, like how she found the violin in the first place, um, like you were saying. Or if somebody, you know, steals the violin, she would have to go on a quest to get it back.
0: Well, right. So this is more from the perspective of you have a and d group, someone's deploying this NPC. Definitely it's it's more enticing with the, uh, oh, you know, I'm a teacher, I was busy, I looked the other direction, and when I looked back, all of a sudden my violin was stolen. Can you please go track it down? I mean, that, that sounds like a fair, simple mm-hmm. okay. uh, uh, s- side quest. Yeah, So she would, you know, she's got a, I don't know, maybe there's, there's a reason she can't go get the violin, but these adventurers roll into town and she's like, compatriots, you know, fellow adventurers, can you please go get my violin back? Because I, for some reason I have to stay here in town.
1: Yeah, I had a, I looked at your optional questions and I kind of sketched that out. One of your questions was, Do you have any current problems that prevents the character from being a bigger player on the stage? And I said she can't travel much because she like runs a music programme out of school, you know. Okay. But if she needs to get away, you know, maybe during the summer or something, she could do the adventuring on her own, but most of the time she's in town because she's teaching at the
0: school, like you were saying. Okay, so she still still has the responsibilities of being a a teacher, a music instructor, Mm -hmm. which is why she needs the adventurers to go recover her very precious violin then uh, to get it back. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then what is going to be the reward that our NPC is going to gift the adventurers if they come back successful with the violin?
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, Free music lessons? (laughs) I don't know.
0: So she'd be willing to just give them free music lessons, not anything else you oh, think
1: like money, i guess I'm not sure what's uh what's a typical reward aside from a reward aside from just like paying somebody. <laughs> I wasn't
0: sure what to what to say. Uh well, no, I mean that that's a that's a fair point. I mean money money's always good. Mm-hmm. Music lessons might, you know, it could potentially be a nice bit of role playing if uh, you know, maybe the bard and the party is looking for new songs or maybe one of your player characters is not a bard but they have it in their backstory that they love music or they want to be able to play an instrument. Maybe she can offer individual players like a one-on-one lesson or something like that to help improve their abilities
1: could she teach your bard if you have a bard in your party could she teach you the song that boosts your intelligence and wisdom so you can like take that with you as you go like you can you could learn that spell or something
0: i would say i mean yeah she can write down the if she can write down the music and then give it to a bard i'll i would argue that sure a bard well not so much that it's overpowered because it's not from the Enigma violin. Mm -hmm. I would argue that I would treat it maybe like the Song of Rest. Uh, There's a bard ability called Song of Rest that's like while you're taking a short rest to heal, if a bard plays, you get extra hit points back while you're healing. So I would say if during a short rest Mm. when the group is recovering like hit points and stuff like that, if you also decide to play this particular song that comes from the Enigma violin for 10 minutes, you'll also have uh, boosted intelligence and wisdom. So probably like um, Okay. Oh, you said advantage. So yeah, probably give you an advantage in your uh, intelligence and wisdom ability checks Like for the next 10 minutes while you're resting so if there's anything that someone's sitting down and looking at and Mm -hmm. researching then you know they'll feel a little bit more inspired and they'll have a better chance of I don't know uh positing a question or something like that I I think that sounds fair and then what would be the consequence of failure or refusing the call so she's you know she's busy running the music program she sees the adventurers come up hey I need your help would you help me and they're like buzz off lady we don't want to help what what would be the result of that
1: uh she would be sad <laughs> she'd have to take off time from work or wait until spring break or summer to go wow get her violin. And, it, so and
0: by then her you know daughter. who knows okay. maybe the violin could be uh pawned or sold off to someone by then so where she thinks it is by the time she gets there because no mm-hmm. one's helped her she realizes oh it's long gone and now i have to go on an even longer hunt for it back
1: it becomes like the elder wand it's comes a legend again oh wow it's passed into oh man who knows so i where. hope
0: no one's a jerk and refuses her but all right <laughs> but let's see circling back around uh just so we can uh actually uh have a name for our hero uh for our npc rather would you are you wanting to roll randomly for it or or what
1: we can go with lv uh lv is like a nickname e-l-v-i
0: so lv so lv yeah that's all right lv the music teacher Hey Anson, do you have any additional uh, questions that you reviewed and uh, decided to answer for our NPC?
1: A couple other optional things. Uh, the goals and motivations and like the impact on the world. Uh, it's important that, that she be known for uh, promoting wisdom and camaraderie and community and like uh, encouraging team building and stuff in the town. So that's like the effect that she has on the town. As a, And like on your party in general, I guess, if you were to adventure with her along, along with her. So anyway, just a little more backstory.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, now I suppose it's the perfect segue into the random encounter. This is the segment of the show now where we do a short and brief role play of our NPC LV. So I seem to have invented a, a just a generic uh, adventurer type uh, named Duncan. So I'll be taking the role of Duncan, and Duncan's going to be uh, walking into the town and coming across Elvie, and we'll we'll take it from there. So scene begin. Oh, da, da, da. oh, I'm so glad to be out of the woods, and oh, a lovely little town, and and uh, oh. You know, just taking in the sights and the sounds. Doo, 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 doo.
1: Maybe you hear music coming from the distance. Oh, uh, as you're walking down.
0: And what what does Duncan <laughs> see when he uh, when he rounds the corner and he and he's hearing this music and stuff?
1: He rounds the corner and he sees a an outdoor rehearsal of a bunch of uh, students practicing. It's a string orchestra. They're sitting underneath a large tree. Um, because it's a beautiful day outside Mm -hmm. and they're rehearsing some music, I guess.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, oh, interesting. Uh, let me, uh, let me just pause a moment here and, and listen to the, listen to the music.
1: Then maybe rehearsal ends, and so she tells the students to pack up, and then they all head back inside the building to put away their instruments and stuff. And so she's picking up her music and things uh, from this outdoor area.
0: Okay, and then Duncan will, like, golf clap and be like, Bravo, bravo! What a great rehearsal! What great music I heard! Jolly good!
1: Oh, thank you very much, but we still have a long way to go before it's ready for public performance
0: oh well you seem to be a very fine teacher indeed
1: i appreciate it if you're interested our our formal concert is uh in a couple of weeks on saturday out here under the oak tree at uh 6 p.m oh (laughs) medieval standard time
0: (laughs) ah well very very good i will uh it i'll have to put it down in my schedule yeah so is there oh uh Let's see. Duncan rolls a insight check, and he figures out that there's a, a look of pain in her face. And he goes, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry, lady, but is there is there something that's uh, troubling you?"
1: I mean, I'm just worried about getting everything ready for this concert, and uh, I feel like I don't have all the all the teaching tools that I used to have. Um, you used to have? Yeah, I've been my precious uh, violin has been stolen or stolen? went missing recently, and I'm not sure if I misplaced it or if. Uh, Somebody else has taken it, and I've put up, I've put up flyers in the local pub, but I haven't uh, had time to go look into it myself. But I'm really upset about it because it was very precious to me.
0: Scoundrels! Who would steal such a fine crafted instrument?
1: Yeah, I don't think they understood what was so special about it. Because, or I'm hoping they don't realize what was very special about it. Because it was my my precious enigma violin, which carries a intelligence and wisdom advantage to anybody who hears its music.
0: <laughs> Ignoring the uh, the the bit of a DM oversight talk oh, of yeah. that, because <laughs> NPC would not know that. Um. But Duncan says, Ah, well, fear not, my lady, for I am Duncan, the suicidally brave, and I will go on this quest, and I will find your precious violin, and I will return it to you henceforth.
1: If you do find it, just be very careful. It's very fragile.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. And I'm off. And scene. <laughs> All right, not bad. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, what'd you think of that little random encounter? I guess it took a little bit of footing to find it, but there you go, there's an idea.
1: I put them outside because LV likes to be outside, um and it's kind of a, a fun thing to practice outside um if it's a nice day.
0: Yeah, I've, I've listened to a couple of outdoor concerts, and, uh, you know, sometimes if you're trying to record it, you get, like, all the mufflers and the, you know, the cars and the uh, driving by if, you know, you're near a busy street, but otherwise it usually... Tends to sound nice with the wind blowing and the birds chirping and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a nice little scene to to present that. I was just wondering if it, if Elvie was going to just rush Duncan and be like, Oh, my gosh, help me, help me. Or if it was just going to be Duncan was just walking into town and, like, saw this scene, which is what you elected for, which is cool.
1: Yeah, Elvie would not... Uh, she wouldn't go out of her way to ask for help like that. She would put up signs and she would... Uh, want help but she wouldn't let's say like she would more prefer to go after it herself but the only thing that can keep her from doing something like that is her, her love for her students and so Um, that's the only reason that she's not running off on the quest, like on her own, you know?
0: Right. And I think that's a good bit of information that you included as well saying, oh, I put signs up in the, in the pub, but no one's listened to me. So if perhaps, um, Duncan had been kind of, uh, horse blinders and just walked past it and went to the pub, he -hmm. could have checked the walls and seen, oh, there's a sign about a missing violin. And of course he's an adventurer and is always in need of money. Um, So that could have easily been another way to figure out this side quest as well. So... You gave an yeah. option so players don't necessarily have to engage the rehearsal. They could sit and watch or, you know, then as soon as it's done, they leave and they decide to go to the pub. And then I appreciate that uh, giving an option as to, oh, I put this del- juicy NPC in front of the players and they totally ignored her. Uh, what's another way to be able to get them to interact with her? Oh, I'll just have her put, you know, missing missing violin flyers in the pub. So mm-hmm. so there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She didn't want to put about how special the violin was in case somebody was like, oh, I'm going to go like sell or something, you know what I mean? Like she just wants it. Oh, it's just like my normal violin that I want it back, you know, because if you can't play violin, then you wouldn't know that it was necessarily magical, you know. Right. It's like a secret about that instrument
0: awesome. All right. Well, uh, we've had the fun exercise of getting to share uh, Anson with the wider D&D audience and uh, getting to make up an NPC based on an awesome lady that we both know and love in real life. Um, so what did you think about this uh, particular show in this particular format since you and I used to host a podcast together?
1: Yeah, it works. I like the, uh, I like the structure and the how it takes you on a tour through your, your guests, you know, um, and forces them to be put on the spot and be a little creative. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. Well, is there anything that you want to promote or share on the internet? So that way, if people want to keep up with the app that you're doing or any special projects you're working on or any other podcasts that maybe you're working on as well?
1: (laughs) No, I mean, the only thing I would, if you want to follow me, I have a, uh, personal, like, website where I have a blog. It's just ansonj.org. Um, there you go. And I have a, I think the only thing I've written there recently is an article about Friends, the TV show. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I have any like coding projects or anything, can, you can find me there. Um, I think I have a have a Twitter but I don't update it a ton mm-hmm. but uh, the website would be a good place to start if you just want to follow along with anything I'm working on
0: all right there you go that sounds great and yes of course Anson is a very dear friend so uh, I'm glad that you got to be one of my guests and hopefully we'll get to come back to you uh, in the future as well and uh, we'll just dive right into character making or something so yeah all right thank you for listening to this episode of sidekicks and side quests. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Overcast, or feel free to save the RSS feed to use the app of your choice. Visit our website, https colon forward slash forward slash sidekicksandsidequests.com for links, write-ups of the NPCs, and to learn more about the podcast. To stay up to date and share your fan creations, you can like and follow the podcast on social media by searching for at SideKQPodcast on Facebook and Twitter. The podcast is also on Reddit, so join our subreddit community at r slash SideKQPodcast to share your art, stories, discussions, and commentary. If you'd like to hail the bard, send an email to sidekicksandsidequests, all one word, at gmail.com. I ask that you please leave an honest review on iTunes to help spread the word about the show. Sidekicks and Sidequests is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy, meaning I'm not approved or endorsed by Wizards. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Copyright Wizards of the Coast LLC. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you at the pub next time. Bar to rock on one, two, one, two, three, five. Oh! Psychics and psychos.